If you're ready to take your destiny into your own hands, you've come to the right place. This is Ordeshi, the Bulletproof Entrepreneur, featuring interviews with the most exciting and amazing entrepreneurs across Africa. Here's your host, Chi Odogu. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Today's guest is a serial entrepreneur based out of Mauritius. Her name is Nalini Abilak. Nalini is the founder of the Nalini Dance Company, a choreography studio based out of Mauritius, as well as a producer of two award-winning reality TV shows in Mauritius. She's a former TV presenter and weather girl, and also a fast-rising actress with writer producer and director credits to her name. She's come to talk to us today about being creative, starting from nothing, how to pivot when you're facing a crisis, and generally how to make do with the creative talents God has given you in order to become a bulletproof entrepreneur. Now, before we get into the interview, you're going to want to do two things really quickly. Get a piece of paper and some writing instruments ready, because you're going to want to take a lot of notes to hear and retain all the awesome knowledge bombs and wisdom that Lini is going to drop. And also, the second thing is, after you finish listening to the show, you're going to want to go back to YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and like, rate, review, and comment on what you just heard. So you can either go to Odeshi4 on YouTube. That's where the interview is going to be posted. You can look for the show at odeshi.com that's www.odeshi.com or on iTunes or Stitcher Radio just search O-D-E-S-H-I and we'll pop right up or you can search for the Bulletproof Entrepreneur and the interview will pop right up so please leave us a question a comment a review and I'll be sure to pass it along to Nalini if you have a question for her or just let us know um, what you liked or what you didn't like, and um, how we can improve the interviews. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Nalini, welcome to the show. Could you please tell us a little bit about yourself and your background? Well, thank you, first of all, to invite me on your show, Tree, and I think uh, I have to congratulate you for the really good uh, concept. It's, it's a really nice concept, and also the, the name is amazing, it's like Bulletproof Entrepreneur, and that's all <laughs> what we are, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> that's all what we need to be. So, um, well, I started being an entrepreneur without even knowing I was an entrepreneur. In fact, I consider myself more as an artist than an entrepreneur. And uh, it all started very young. I was, I was only like 17, 18 when it, it all started. And I started performing shows. And for me, I was an artist. But obviously, I was selling my shows and I was making money out of my shows. And uh, I was already an entrepreneur without me knowing about it, you know? Okay. I didn't really plan to be an entrepreneur, really. Oh, okay. So you were 17, 18. I assume you had graduated from high school at the time, correct? Yeah, I just finished uh, high school at that time. Okay. So w- what happens? I'm sure you're born and raised in Africa. Your parents are of Indian descent. And here you are practicing dance and having shows. Didn't your parents have any aspirations of wanting you to become like a doctor, lawyer, accountant, or something like that? And then what was their reaction when they saw you dancing for a living? (laughs) 
It's true. Well, uh, it, I'm lucky to have uh, parents uh, who, who understand me. My mom and dad really supported me into everything that I wanted to do. But uh, they thought I would choose something like uh, conventional. My, my dad is a pro, used to be, he's, he's no more now. So he used to be okay. a professional in, in the hotel business, in the tourism industry. So that's why I, I, I thought I would do as well. I, I started by being a, a tourist guide and then I was a guest relation officer in a hotel. And it just happened to me while, while I was working in a hotel and um, I was uh, at the same time following my dance classes and uh, there was a TV show on my teacher and one uh, of my friends who was who used to be the entertainment manager of uh, the hotel where I used to work, he saw me on television on the reportage on my teacher. He saw me among the, the students, you know. So next day, I came back uh, to work, and he told me, yeah, I saw you on television, you were dancing. I said, yeah, I'm following dance classes. And he said, I need a troupe to do the Indian dance show in the hotel, so why don't you do that? I said, no, no way, I can't do it, because I'm not ready, I'm still learning. He said, oh, come on, you can do it, I'll help you to do that. And uh, I took up the challenge, and I said, okay, let's do just, you know, just to... Like, like, like a past, uh, like, like a part-time job, or just to have some fun. And I started with few friends uh, without even knowing that uh, one day it would become my my main profession. And it's it's all how it started. So obviously, when I, I, I announced it to my mom, well, well she saw it uh, uh, taking birth. She saw the Nalini Dance Company taking birth in front of her, and she encouraged me. I was quite surprised she encouraged me. My dad also encouraged me, my sisters and everybody. Because I have to say that at that time, uh, like 18 years ago, there was a gap. There was a, a lack of entertainment and uh, there was a gap in, in that sector. So I said, why not take the challenge without really knowing that it would be my, my main business? And this is how it all started. Hmm. That's that's great. So, after your first show, how did you build up on your skills and improve and start, you know, marketing yourself to people that required your services in Mauritius? Yeah. So I was I was lucky. I have to say, as I told you, there was a gap in that sector, yeah. and uh, when I launched myself. Um, it just happened naturally, you know, people started getting interested because it was nicely done and uh, they liked what they saw, they liked what we performed and uh, from one hotel, another hotel, uh, another hotel contacted us and asked us to do the Indian show in, in their hotel as well and, and it was all about uh, promoting the Indian culture, you know, we used to do like um, the classical dance of India, the, the folk dance of India and also... Um, what was interesting at the time was we used to give a demonstration of how to wear the sari. Okay. So uh, that That's was interesting. Uh, that was so. Uh, we came like uh, we came with different ideas that nobody was doing uh, before that. So I think that's the, the, the new form, the new concept was um, what was more attractive, and it went really, really quick. And it was I didn't even have to do the marketing about it. It went uh, through word of mouth. Oh, okay, okay. So how long did you run the dance company before you now branched out into fashion and making movies? Well, um, 
we did. I, I, I earned my living and I, I, I fed my family. I have to say, with only uh, my shows for okay. 15 long years. Wow! And then it happened that a few years ago, um, uh, we, we had the financial crisis. So my main my main market was uh, hotels. I was I was working mainly with hotels, and uh, I didn't get the time to prepare myself. And the financial crisis were here was here, and uh, out of nowhere, I started my like out of forty shows per month. I found myself with only ten shows per month, and I was I wasn't really prepared for that, and it was quite a, a lot of panicking for me, you know, because uh, it was all my life. I, I started, I'll tell you how I started. I started with one costume. I took a, a, an old sari of my grandma and I did the costume myself, you know. This mm. is how I started. I started from scratch and suddenly uh, I saw everything coming down. Mm. And then I had to react. I had to do something about it because all what I knew what to do is dance. I didn't know anything about uh, uh, apart from dancing. I didn't know anything. I didn't take any courses or nothing. So I said, now I have to do something. Mm. And I'm not... Uh, I think, I think um, from a very young age, I knew that I was a lead. I had, I had the leadership skills in me, mm-hmm. and there was no way I could go and work with somebody else. There was, there was no way I could have a boss. <laughs> that, that, that's a bit of my character. <laughs> so I said, no, no, I'm not going to go to work, wake up at, at 6.30 in the morning and come back at 8, at 8 p.m. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm used to have my freedom. So I want that freedom. That's precious to me. Yes. And this is when I came to... Um, I came with an idea, it, it, the new concept of a one-stop shop for fashion and beauty. Mm-hmm. And I talked about it to my mom and she said, okay, as, as usual, she said, okay, go for it. If you want, if that's what, what you want, so go for it. So that's, what, that's how I, I, I started the new concept because I used to be a very, well, I'm still a very busy person. And uh, I always... Um, Imagine why, why why don't anybody come up with an idea where a lady could go to one single place and she finds everything she needs at that place. So she could uh, dress up herself, she could uh, do her makeup, she could do her hair, and she could do uh, her, her facials and everything. So I, I had that idea. And uh, at that time, there was a TV show uh, launched by a bank, the Development uh, the Development Bank of Mauritius, okay. and they launched. A, a TV show about entrepreneurship, and uh, I said, let me just, you know, just uh, for a trial, let me just uh, present that project of, of a one-stop shop for fashion and beauty. And uh, this is uh, how my project got selected. Oh. So I went on television. It, it's a little bit uh, like the kind of entrepreneur TV show that you see, you know, with, with Donald Trump and everything. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> so I was a candidate in that, okay. and uh, surprisingly, my project uh, came. Uh, I was the first runner-up, so uh, I got uh, a financial uh, support from the bank, mm-hmm. and they believed in me. They trusted my project, and this is how I started the new the, the new business. Uh, uh, the thing is that I, I, I realized that I had to I had to to bump uh, at the right time for me not to. Uh, you know, not not to go backwards. Yeah. I, I knew how to 
uh, jump back to to the the my, my fall back, and uh, I can tell you that. Uh, as any any leader, I I, I came to uh, you know take up of a bad a, a bad um, how do you say a bad experience uh, to make it become a new experience and a successful one. Okay. So that's all how it started. Oh, okay, that's interesting. And so this TV show, um, I I think I remember reading somewhere that it's kind of like, um, is it? Kind of like the one with um, Naomi Campbell, like um, the fashion show. I, I, I forget, I forget what it's called. But there's a fashion show. Uh, Could you explain yeah. the concept itself that, for the TV yeah, show? That's another thing. That's uh, a TV show. Well, uh, in the questionnaire that you sent me, I, I read a very interesting question. Uh, a question which says, uh, what, "What would you do again and again?" Yeah. As an entrepreneur, so that's something I do again and again. You okay. know. Uh, it's uh, with uh, like my existence, uh, my career has been celebrating its uh, 18 uh, years old December last, and I have to say that uh, I haven't my, my business or my, my my profession hasn't taken any wrinkle yet. That's because I, I, I keep on reinventing and reinventing, yeah. and I keep diversifying. If some if something doesn't work, I know it's not working, so I stop so, it and start something, something else, else and. That's about. It's it's all about bringing new ideas, coming up with new concepts, and and trying new doing new, new experiments. And that's how I came up with a TV show this time. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. I'm always doing new crazy things, you know. So how do you how do you how do you come up with ideas? So uh, well, first of all, I have to mention, I have to precise that I have a background. Uh, of, uh, of television. I used to be a TV, a TV presenter. Okay. And that way I used to be a web girl of Mauritius. So I used to... Um, I, I followed courses. I okay. followed courses on audiovisual, everything to do with television and cinema. So I said, okay, so now this is set up, let's do something new. You know, it, it's mm. like uh, all of us, all the entrepreneurs, all passionate people who who can't stay without doing anything. You know, mm. you, you always have to do something, something to keep yeah. yourself busy. So I said, okay, let's let's come up with a new idea now. Let's do a TV show, and um, I presented a, a project to the NBC, which is the Mauritius Broadcast, Broadcasting mm-hmm. Corporation, and we loved the idea. And this is how I started with uh, my husband as the director of the show, and I was the conceptor, and I, I did the marketing of the show and everything. I did the casting, and you know that's how I, that's how uh, Beauty Queen uh, was born. Okay, so it's called Beauty. And we after that we had a second TV show. So Beauty Queen was the first reality show of Mauritius, okay. and the idea was to find. Twelve girls, and we we uh, like we accompanied them uh, to become models, and at the same time uh, we empowered them to become uh, better women in the society, if I can say it that way. And uh, we we empowered them by uh, giving them modules on public speaking, personality development, um, the art of living, the, you know, many things like uh, catwalking, posing for the camera, and okay. everything. 
it was on, on, on a 13 weeks um, uh, broadcast on television. And then uh, after the success of Beauty Queen, we came up with a second concept, which is Perfect Player. The TV show was called Perfect Player. Again, a reality show, but this time with boys, with men. For them not to be jealous, you know, because we always say we have things for us. So I said, okay, let's do something for boys now. And that was a, a total success as well. So, what was the concept uh, of Perfect Player? Is it how to pick up women or what? No. <laughs> <laughs> from there. So, uh, the idea was to keep 12 boys in a lodge. Okay. Uh, so, we worked uh, with a, a very pleasant place called Nassif Lodge, which is found in the na- southeast of Mauritius. So, uh, the idea was to keep the boys there, and each day we would give them a challenge. And it was really like um, sports related and okay. adventure based. Okay. So, uh, that was very interesting as well. And it was on television for 12 weeks, and it was a total success as well. Oh, nice. Nice, nice. So you've gone from dancing to yeah. pitching a fashion company and now um, running TV productions for reality TV shows that you come up with a concept and you work with your husband to bring to life and air on TV. So let's talk a little bit about your partnership with your husband. I read somewhere that he was a Bollywood TV director, correct? Or movie director. Exactly. He's an actor and also a, a, director, a, a director. Okay. Yeah. So. so so, how does the partnership between you and your husband work when you're creating these TV shows and these um, concepts to bring to life? Yeah, so, well, it's... Um, we, ha- we share the same passion. We are lucky to share the same passion. Okay. So uh, this is how... Well, he had his company in India. He's Indian. Okay. So he had this company in India called International Silver Production. And when he got married to me, then of course he settled in Mauritius. And this is how we came about the idea of, uh, of uh, setting up his business in Mauritius. And we, we settled the, the company here as well, uh, International Silver Production. And uh, this is how we started collaborating on the first TV show, Beauty Queen. And uh, after that, we, we saw that we could work together although of course we do have clashes because uh, it's not uh, always pink you know we yeah. have different views and different tones. but we we, 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 we do uh, find it quite easy to work together and this is how we we started a new TV show a perfect player and after that uh, well I don't know if, if it's a little bit too early to talk about it but we do have a third uh, project which uh, is going to be a TV serial right now oh, okay. so we're looking yeah, we're looking forward to that. And okay. uh, for singers, let's, let's hope it's soon. That's good. That's good. And I think I also read somewhere that you were the lead actress in a feature film um, that your husband directed. Is that correct? So let's talk a little bit about the movie. No. In... That's, that's not correct? No, I was the main actress uh, in the film. Okay. But uh, my husband wasn't the director. Oh, he wasn't, wasn't the... Uh, uh, under our... Oh, okay. It was... Uh, yeah. Okay, so how is the movie industry in Mauritius? Because in Africa, for example, a lot of people know about Nollywood and, um, you know, it turns out more movies, second next to Bollywood yeah. in terms of volume of movies, and then maybe by value, it's um, 
third or fourth in the world, something like that. So how's the movie industry in Mauritius? Well, uh, I have to say that it's, it's quite slow, unfortunately. We oh. don't have a very active cinema industry, although it could be a, a, a pillar of our economy. I think Nigeria, uh, the country where you come from, has understood this, and I think it's a good thing. And uh, Nollywood is doing really well in the world, and congratulations for that. And I, think, I, I hope it's high time for our government to understand that it is uh, uh, an important, it can be an important industry. Mm. And uh, with the new government, we just uh, came to uh, to take the country uh, last December. I think uh, they, they, they happen to understand now that the cinema industry can be a pillar. So we have uh, the Mauritius Film Development Corporation uh, with uh, a new chairman now, uh, Mr. Dick Sriwa who believes in the industry and uh, this is uh, this is i think uh, the starting of a new era in the cinema industry because it has been dormant for a long period of time and we do have quite a lot of talented people here be it technically or uh, talents in front of the camera mm. so uh, we do have a festival called uh, uh which is organized uh, by an association called the Porteur Dimash and they are doing a brilliant job as well. They are uh, uh, training people to uh, become technicians of the cinema or actors also. So it's uh, existing since eight years now and I think it's doing really well in the region. We do, uh, well, they do accept uh, films from, from the region as well, from okay. Indian Ocean and Africa. And um, this is how uh, uh, the director of Lombard Camp, the film in which I featured, uh, David uh, Constantin is uh, one of the pioneers of, uh, of um, the film festival and he did uh, his own film last year and it did really, really well. The film uh, went uh, across the world. We, well, he presented the film at different uh, festivals in Belgium, in France, in um, Africa, uh, lately in Seattle, and in America. So I think the, the, the potential is here. It's just that we need to uh, set up the right environment for it. The government, the government needs to yes. support more. Support and of lot. course, uh, the private sector has to play the game as well. Okay. And uh, what's I said so the government needs to support the arts, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. The government has just, uh, well, it exists since I think one or two years now. Uh, it's it's a rebate scheme uh, which uh, encourages foreign uh, film crews to come and film in Mauritius. Mm, and okay. the MTTE, which is the Mauritius Tourism Promotion Authority, uh, is supporting a new um, how do you call it? A, a new scheme which is called the, the uh, film-induced uh, tourism. So it's all about encouraging uh, film crews to come to Mauritius and shoot. And this is how uh, it becomes a window on, on Mauritius as well uh, mm. for the whole world. Okay. Uh, it's good to mention that so many Bollywood films have, have, have been shot in Mauritius. And uh, uh, it's for us, it's a huge visibility across the world to show what Mauritius can offer, mm. the kind of... Uh, uh, you know, services and views what, what, that we have in Mauritius.
Mauritius. So I think it's a good idea, yeah. uh, which has been set up by the government of Mauritius. Yeah, that's good. That's one way to diversify the economy because I know, at least from my understanding of Mauritius, it's kind of like the Switzerland of Africa in terms of nice corporate um, structures. You can easily set up a business. You, you know, you have some tax-free incentives by the government which helps you limit your tax liability in your operating country. I know a lot of big firms in Nigeria actually register first in Mauritius before they now have their, their subsidiaries operating in Nigeria. So well, it's, it's really interesting to hear these new initiatives that the government is coming up with to boost the tourism industry in Mauritius. So let's switch gears and talk about you personally. We've learned a lot about your business, but now let's learn about you, Nandagini. So could you tell us um, how do you juggle having three careers, one in dance, um, in fashion, and also in the TV and media space? So how do you balance your time between your three different business entities as well as your family life? Yeah, so uh, I do have a team with me. I'm not alone. Okay. So I think the team is doing a wonderful job. And, uh, of course, uh, being a li- the leader of a company, uh, I'm the one who motivates everybody to, you know, to uh, come up with new ideas and everything by coming up with new ideas. But I do, like, I have a beauty care uh, salon, like a spa, and I have professionals from from, from beauty industry who work uh, in the salon. So they take care of, 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 of that segment of the company. Mm. And uh, for the film and television part, my husband is there. So uh, we do, uh, but, well, that's on a separate company anyway. That's on international production. So my husband is there to help me. And I have my son also, who's uh, uh, very much into the, the business, helping me quite a lot with uh, the dance studio. He's the one who, who coaches the students because I don't have time to coach. Coach. So my son is one who is in charge of his studio to take the classes and everything. And uh, I'm the choreographer, of the main choreographer of a dance group. So I do the choreographies. I teach the coaches. I have a, a, a team of coach. So I teach the coaches and they are the one who go and teach the students and the other dancers. So it's, it's well planned and it's well organized. Okay, great. And it seems like you've assigned different roles to different people. So basically you're adding just the, the leadership and strategic thought behind how each different company should operate and then supporting them as best you can and giving them the opportunity to express their own leadership by running and trusting their judgment. That's all how it is, yes. Great, great, great. So, Nalini, let's take a quick minute to give a shout-out to some of our friends and then get on with the rest of the interview. Hey, we know you're a smart, savvy shopper. But you don't have all the time in the world to search all your favorite online stores for the best prices. Save yourself the time and energy by going to just one site. Price check. Price check helps you shop smart and save money by bringing all the choices to you. With Price Check, you get to compare the prices of products from all your favorite online stores with just one click. It's that easy. So, what are you waiting for? Shop smart, save lots, use Price Check. Visit pricecheck.co.za or pricecheck.com.ng. See you there.
Are you interested in increasing sales and driving higher profitability for your company? Do you want to reach over 50 million buyers and potential customers? Then head over to Conga Marketplace at conga.com. Conga.com is Nigeria's largest e-commerce marketplace that provides millions of customers the ability to access a wide variety of products at very attractive prices. Showcase your goods and services and watch your business explode. Go to conga.com, that's K-O-N-G-A, Dot com and sign up to be a seller on Niger's largest marketplace. Um, what makes you excited about being an entrepreneur and running your own company or companies? Well, it's again freedom. Okay. <laughs> I love uh, I love my freedom and uh, well, what's great about it is also you, you know. I don't feel like I'm working because I'm doing something I love. Uh, I'm passionate about what I do. And even my sisters and my, 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 my family, they think that I don't work. <laughs> and they think that I'm not busy. <laughs> but, but I'm very busy. And uh, they think that I'm the one who can, you know, handle the, the things about the family because I don't work. And that's what they think. And dancing is not working. And I, I always tell them, you just have to come and, 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 and do what I do for only one day and see yeah. if it's easy or not. And uh, that's that's the whole spirit of uh, being um, an entrepreneur, you know. I, I love uh, that freedom. I love coming uh, to the office, uh, the first person reaching the office and the last person leaving the office. That's also part of the fun of it you know so it's it's all exciting and uh, i don't have to take the permission of anybody to start a new project for example mm. if uh, well of course i discuss it with my team to see if they are interested about it or not but uh, the final decision is still mine you know so so it's that's that's the thing which i like about being uh, an entrepreneur okay and so what's your leadership style i think you've alluded to this but i just want you to articulate it a little more what's your leadership style in terms of how you operate with um your husband and your spouse and your son as well as your team members in all your other ventures so what's your leadership style what's my leadership what style style Oh, style. Okay. So, uh, well, I think uh, I like everybody to 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 get um, how do you say to get involved, and uh, I love it that way. When I get a new idea, I always discuss about it uh, to the other team members, and uh, if it won't work, well, they tell me their ideas as well, their opinion, and their opinion is very well accepted by me, and they are always invited. I make myself. Uh, like available, and uh, I make I, I, I let them know that their idea count, hmm. and uh, this is the fruit of my success till now. Uh, it's always been uh, on a, on a two-way basis, you know. It, that's how it works for me. It's a very collaborative style, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the cooperation of my staff and and my my team members. Even you know, even for. Um, doing the choreography of a, of a dance item, for example. I would propose them the steps, and if they're not at ease with it, they'll tell me, and we'll find something else together. But that's how I, I like it uh, to operate, and that's how it works, really. Okay. 
So now you mentioned earlier that while you were running the dance company, there was a financial crisis which led you to come up with a different way to diversify your income stream so that you wouldn't completely lose the ability to support your family. So could you talk a little bit about some of the frustrating things of being an entrepreneur in Mauritius? Well, uh, I would say in once again, uh, I mentioned the wonderful job being being done by the government of Mauritius. They, we do have uh, quite a lot of schemes for uh, what we call the SMEs, the small and medium entrepreneurs. So uh, the government has understood, uh, especially in the last budget, they, they came up with uh, brilliant uh, concepts and supports to, to encourage people to launch their own business. Mm. And uh, this is how uh, I started my business as well, because uh, my business has been supported by uh, the DBM, the Development Bank of Mauritius, and uh, we do have quite a lot of facilities, I have to say, uh, in Mauritius. But on a personal basis, what, you, what, what is more frustrating is... Um, being an entrepreneur, uh, we do have difficulties, especially when we start up. So when I started, uh, it, it, it was quite a, a, a lot of expenses at the at the beginning to before you do your clientele. Mm. So I, I I took a business loan and I had the rent, I had the, the salary of the staff, and it hasn't been uh, very easy all the time at the beginning to support my business. So at the end of the month when when you think how are you going to support uh, the rent, how are you going to pay the, the salary of the staff, how are you going to pay the business loan, I think that has been uh, the, the biggest frustration to start with in the beginning. Okay. What are some of the opportunities you see for a young entrepreneur to take advantage of in Mauritius? Like maybe somebody listening to this show and is thinking, oh, I want to start a business or a, a venture in Africa and Nalini is talking about the wonderful things the government of Mauritius is doing. You know, what do you see, for example, that you could possibly share with the audience about maybe coming to Mauritius to come and investigate and possibly launch? Well, uh, now is the right time. Mauritius is doing really, really well on uh, on the international level, and I would say in in, in the regional level also, uh, being an African country. So uh, you have to know that uh, Mauritius uh, in December was uh, 30, 39th on the um, uh, it was voted 39th position on by the WEF, uh, the World Economic Forum. So we're doing very well, and uh, we are. The best in Africa, uh, the government really wants to uh, use Mauritius as a platform in the Indian Ocean between the rest of the world uh, uh, to Africa. So I think we are very well positioned in that, and the government has very interesting schemes as well, as you mentioned earlier. Uh, we do have a, a, a sector called the BOI, Board of Investment, where uh, we do have quite a lot of schemes for people are on international level who wants to come and invest in Mauritius. So now is the right time because Mauritius is a developing country. We, we are doing very well uh, socially. We are very stable politically. And uh, we are, our infrastructures are working really well, be it on the health level or even the, the, the let's say, the 
tourism or our education system is is doing brilliantly well. So uh, I think right now is, is the, the time to come and invest in Mauritius. And uh, your question about uh, young entrepreneurs in Mauritius, this is again, in my opinion, uh, the right time to start uh, anybody uh, who wants to start in, in the entrepreneur, this is the right time because Mauritius uh, has set up uh, new schemes. Uh, we now have a bank, uh, the SME bank, which gives facilities to new uh, people or young people who want to launch their own entrepreneur. So this is a segment where uh, the Mauritian government wants to uh, put a lot of emphasis. That's good. So, right, um, right now is, CNN just did a feature on you, on African Voices, sharing your experiences about being an entrepreneur and all your many ventures, just like I'm talking to you now. So um, how did it feel to be approached by CNN and to have that video shown all over the globe to however hundreds of millions of people that watch CNN and you sharing your story and representing Mauritius? How did it feel to be featured in that? Well, it feels great. I'm honored. And uh, I, I consider myself privileged because, uh, well, first of all, when they contacted me, when CNN contacted me, I thought it was a joke. So because it's like, you know, unbelievable, like uh, suddenly you get a mail from CNN telling you that they, they want to come and follow you for two days in your country and see how, how your life is. So I found it wonderful and I immediately seized the opportunity. And um, I have to say that it's a pride for me to bring uh, Mauritius along with me on yeah. the international level because uh, we have to note that CNN has 280 million household views, so it's huge. And uh, I'm lucky uh, to, to be kind of an ambassador <laughs> of Mauritius on the international level. So I consider myself very lucky for that. And I would like to thank you also for having chosen me. Okay. I'm doing the so same as we wind now. down the show, I'll just give you like two more questions and then we'll wrap up. So looking back on your career, and I think we spoke about this a little bit, but if you could go back and advise yourself, what's the one thing you tell your younger self to do or to watch out for based on your experience over 15 years or 20 years as an emperor. Well, you did the dance for 15 years, so it's obviously longer than that. But if you could go back in time when you were first starting out at 17, 18, what's the one thing you'd advise yourself to do or to watch out for? Uh, well, I think... Um as I told you earlier in the beginning of this, con of this conversation, uh, I didn't plan to become an entrepreneur. Mm. It just happened. So I didn't take any, any particular course uh, to, you know, to become an entrepreneur. But uh, well after I did take courses like um, leadership skills and, you know, uh, marketing and public relations, I did take small courses. But I think if I had to start... Uh, in my career as an artist right now, maybe I would learn because um, I would learn how to how to handle the business before launching myself. 
because for 15 years I didn't learn how to how, how to make business. You know, it just happened, and I just did it um, naturally and instinctively. What are Maybe some of the useful I would, I would tools you've used to help you and encourage you on, to, on your entrepreneurial journey? Be it a book, a message, a podcast, or a documentary. What are some of the things that you've read and you've utilized in the past to help you keep doing what you're doing? Hello? Reading, I do read quite a lot, okay. and uh, I love uh, the inspirational messages of uh, Les Brown. If you know him, I love Les Brown. I, I read his messages every morning uh, before going to work. So I think it's it's really uh, inspirational, and uh, I do uh, take into consideration when I, when I started my career, for example. Uh, I did have quite a lot of support from my teachers also. Well, I did have a few teachers, my dance teacher, my drama teacher, my my cinema, uh, audiovisual courses teacher, and uh, the first people who believed in me when even I didn't believe in me at that time. So they did guide me, they did uh, uh, advise me, and these advices were very precious to me. I took them and I worked on them. On them. And uh, I'm a very critical person as well. I, I love, uh, uh, I believe in auto-criticizing. So uh, I always uh, take time analyzing things that I do wrong and do things that I do well, things that work and things that don't work. So uh, I think that's very important uh, for every one of us uh, who are in entrepreneurship. And uh, well, this is this is the kind of thing which keeps me going. And of course, uh, the appreciation of people. Because uh, without uh, the people who follow us, the people who, who love our job, who love our show, we wouldn't be here. So I think when people give us their appreciation, this, this is what really motivates me to keep on going. Like, for example, CNN interviewing me or even uh, she inviting me on Bulletproof. Do you have any favorite books that so you recommend? Kind of things. For me, this is the biggest rewards of my career. Okay. Okay. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, um, yeah, my Bible, my Bible always stay under my pillow. I, 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 my Bible first thing in the morning when I wake up. But one one book which I really love, okay. I, I keep on reading okay. it each two years. I have it for a long time now. Uh, it's uh, Conversations with God by Neil Donald Wall. I love that. I think it keeps life and uh, it does. Okay. And since we're about to go, is there any final words of wisdom you'd like to share with anyone listening to the show right now? Well, uh, I 
think, uh, well, I don't think I have that much wisdom, but I'll try to give an advice. <laughs> mm. So I think uh, if you're passionate, uh, passionate about something, you have to go for it and make it become your job because it's true that when, when, when you're working uh, uh, into something that you're passionate about, you, you do it with mm. so much love, so, so much pleasure, and uh, you tend to do it when you wake up and before you go to sleep. You never get tired. So that's... Uh, my advice to people who love doing something and who want to start a business it's nice. true that being an entrepreneur uh, does have quite a lot of downs but it, do, it does have quite a lot of ups as well and uh, when yeah definitely uh, when uh, when you are uh, doing something that you love with people that you love around you I think that's fantastic and people who want to uh, go uh, into entrepreneurship they have to really be bulletproof as your show uh, is entitled so you have to be bulletproof you have to be strong you have oh, to great. be a leader um, that's you it, have guys. to We've be reached the end of the show. All the I just time. want to thank you and, uh, for taking the time out to talk to today. the listeners and to me sharing your entrepreneurial story um, the ups and downs the challenges you've had and of course the words of wisdom that you've just imparted on us and Obviously, we look forward to hearing and reading more about you in the coming weeks, months, years, and just seeing all the different things you're going to come up with in the future. So thank you, and um, that's it. So I will. Thank you. Thank you, and good luck to you. Keep up with the job. You're doing a brilliant. I listen to, sure. to your interviews on your website. Sure you it's amazing. Sure it's really an ins- Thank inspirational. You, I hope I can inspire some people as well, just like all these people on the show. Thank you for inviting me.
let another minute go by without taking action to change your life. Visit Ordeshi.com right now for more incredible resources, and we'll see you next time on Ordeshi, the Bulletproof Entrepreneur.